0: This is the Happy Dev Podcast with me, James Brooks. Welcome to episode 3. Thank you for all of your kind feedback from Matt's episode. It's really appreciated. This week, I'm speaking to Laravel employee number 1, aka Mohamed Saeed. Mohamed has worked for Laravel for the last three years. Working from his home in Hurghada, he lives with his wife and newborn son. He's a keen cyclist, runner, and freediver. Okay, so Mohammed, could you introduce yourself, please?
1: All right, so my name is Mohammed Saeed, and uh, I'm a web developer from Egypt. Uh, I've been coding since I was 13. Uh, back then, it was like uh, when I discovered coding, it was one of the, th- one of the things that defined me uh, as a person, before that I, I didn't know actually who I was. Uh, now I've been uh, coding since then. Uh, I am a husband and a father to a, a three, uh, three month old. Uh, I live in Hergada, Egypt. And uh, when I am not uh, doing any coding, I'm out there cycling, crashing, and uh, doing free diving uh, during uh, summer. And that's pretty much who I am.
0: So, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into programming then?
1: Well, when I was 13 years old, there was this uh, competition at school. It was about uh, building a website, uh, discussing uh, one of the issues that faces uh, our generation, like environmental issues, so on and so forth. And I didn't know anything about coding back then, but I, I decided I'm going to do, uh, uh, to build a website. And back then, uh, Macromedia Flash was very popular and I decided that I'm going to use it. Of course, there was a little to no coding involved, but that's, that's how I, I figured out that I like this this kind of thing, to build uh, stuff that can be hosted online for millions of other people, can easily reach it and try to use it, so on and so forth. And that's how I, I, I knew that this is the kind of thing that uh, that I love.
0: Do you remember when you first became aware of your mental health?
1: Uh, awareness for mental health just started here a few years ago, and that's when I I started to read about it, I started to, to figure out uh, where I am, if I'm in a healthy state uh, mentally or not. That's, that only started a few years ago. But uh, thinking about it, when I was young, uh, when I started coding when I was 13 or maybe 14, I used to suffer from the feeling of loneliness and I didn't actually know why, where this is coming from. And thinking about it now, I think it was mainly because I used to spend most of my time in front of a computer during uh, summer vacation and start, instead of going out and playing with other uh, friends or uh, going to cinemas and so on and so forth. So uh, when I think about it now, I, I think I started facing mental health issues. Uh, when I was as young as 13 years old. So, you know, mental health is not, uh, like, widely discussed where I live. So what
0: What is it that Egypt is scared of with mental health? And do you think that it's taken a long time, or, or why has it taken a long time for it to really become something that's, that's more uh, prevalent now than it used to be?
1: Like, here people think that if you... Uh, uh, declare that you have mental health issues, that means that you are crazy and they better avoid you, or you are spreading negative energy, you are not a positive person, so on and so on. It's, it's It's mainly because of the media, If how media like represented uh, people with mental health issues, they are either uh, killing others or they are uh, very sad and living in a negative way, not caring about their health, eating bad food and doing bad stuff. Something like that. So people just didn't understand uh, uh, that mental health is not just uh, 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 like the the image that they put on TV. Like it's it's all of us. We are, we have mental health issues, if we define it as mental health issues or not. It's there, and you have to be aware that uh, the besides taking care of your physical health, you need to take care of your mental health as well, and. That only started a few years ago in Egypt, where, like, it's on Facebook, people with problems, with with mental health problems, started to uh, talk about it on Facebook, and many people realized that uh, they have the same issues, they have the same problems, and these problems, they are related to mental health. So mental health is not just crazy people or people with depression, it has so many uh, mental issues has so many forms and so many, uh, uh, like, uh, you can't be uh, uh, unhealthy mentally, even if you are healthy on, on a physical uh, level. That's, that's what people here did not realize.
0: How do you think that becoming a father has changed your um, view on mental health and your own mental health?
1: Well, I think I started to, uh, to become... Uh, Actually, a crazy person after having my... Son.
0: <laughs> That's just the sleep deprivation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think so. But like uh, sometimes like I have, uh, especially in the early days when, when it's very hard to deal with a new point, especially when it's your first, you haven't tried this before, you, you have very dark thoughts about uh, life, about how is it going to be in the next... Eighteen to twenty years old—it's—it's—it's it's, it's terrible. It's, it feels large. It feels huge, and it feels that you're going to carry all this by yourself. So, when I started, like the first few days having these dark thoughts, I, I actually didn't have enough physical health to uh, to control how I feel because, like, to feel good, you have to be physically good and mentally good as well. So. If you are on the mental level, you are having issues, and you are having issues on the physical uh, level as well. It's impossible for you to find to find a place where you can just stand and look uh, at the situation from above and figure out how to to deal with it. So, with the sleep deprivation, with the uh, not being not eating healthy, not sleeping at all, it, it's hard to look at it. But after a few days, I started to to uh, to recover physically at least and then I looked at it from outside my body and that's how I I try to deal with mental health issues that I, I look at it from outside and I try to to be like uh, I'm not sure how how you can say what's the definition but to think with logic other than f- not feelings think with logic about it And when you logically find something uh, easy to deal with or can be fixed, uh, you feel that at least if you don't do anything, if you just try to uh, stick together, if you try to keep yourself to put yourself together, it it will be better uh, by time. So it it really affected my mental health, of course, but just for a few days. After that, I I think I, I got pretty deep. Pretty much back to normal.
0: So you do a lot of exercise, um, cycling and freediving in the summer. Do, do you, aside from using that for your physical fitness, do you use that to um, take time out mentally as well?
1: Yes, I'll just tell you about what happened a couple of days ago. I was uh, like very exhausted uh, uh, mentally because I was overwhelmed by a lot of things happening in my family and uh, and I... I was very in a, in a very dark place for a few hours, and then I decided that I need to, I need to get out, so I just got out and took my bicycle and started cycling and It usually takes uh, around i don't know maybe an hour of activity until I started to feel better. but then, uh, at this day, the the moment I got out of the house and I started cycling and my heart rate started to go up, I instantly felt better and. I, uh, I think, I think it's yes, it's related. Like when you exercise, when you uh, take your heart rate up and the blood circulation starts to uh, get better, you you instantly feel better. Even if uh, if not, uh, even if you if you, the problems aren't solved, but you feel a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Runners, they they call it uh, being runners, runner high or runners high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yes, I, I experienced it, I experienced this several times with running and with cycling, swimming, and and uh, yes, yes, it's it's there and it helps a lot.
0: What was your motivation behind cycling? Was that something that you had taken into consideration with um, with your mental health, or was it just a, a way to exercise and and do something a bit different?
1: Well. With cycling, we just moved to a new town. Uh, we uh, had our apartment, a new place, and I wanted to discover the area around the place. And it it was really raw, like there are no roads or nothing. It's just mountains, and the best way to do it is using a mountain bike. So I bought a mountain bike and started to go out with it, and I I enjoyed it so much. Not just the sightseeing, but I enjoyed the the effort that I do and that. The progress I feel like when I do this climb when I did this climb the first time it took me ten minutes and I was like exhausted, but now it it only takes seven minutes and i 'm fine at the top i 'm not as exhausted as before, and it feels good like you feel progress so that's yeah that 's what motivated me no, I want to do more I, I get a road bike and i'll push hard and try to climb uh, harder it'll do better uh, i'll run also the no, I did ten kilometers in fifty-five minutes. No, I need to do it below fifty minutes. So uh, it's it's good to feel uh, that you are progressing at something.
0: Yeah. So you're you're always pushing yourself to do more physically and mentally, really as well.
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think I uh, I try as much as possible to to know where I stand both physically and mentally. Every every couple of weeks, I just sit there and try to think about it if i'm eating healthy if i'm sleeping enough if i'm doing enough exercise if i am uh meeting people if i am talking with my friends if i am happy at the house where we're okay we're fine try to just take some time out and think about it all and it really helps
0: is that something that you would uh, recommend then is is a bit of reflection time
1: Yes, of course, of course it helps a lot. I think it's it's mentioned in all the blogs that talk about mental health and all the books that you have to to have some time to reflect, to know where you stand. Because sometimes you just feel bad and you don't know why. Like I just feel bad. If you sit with yourself and you reflect and you some you figure out that your life is okay
0: actually. Aside from reflecting on um, everything that's going on each week six years ago you stopped reading the news um, I, I saw again I saw a blog post about how it's had a positive impact but what was the decision behind that
1: well uh, six years ago the uh, the political environment here in Egypt was very toxic uh, and it was really bad to follow the news because it's, it was all bad news, it was scary it was terrifying but then uh, I met uh a person, he was a friend of my father, and he said that he, he's not following the news, he knows nothing about what's going on in, in the country, and he's fine. He lived his life not knowing, not following the news, and he's fine. He didn't really need to know about anything other than his the news of his family and friends, close friends, maybe the, the city where he lives, but not the global news or even the uh, nationwide news. So I tried it. For a few weeks and it really helped like when you follow the news you feel stressed you feel you were you feel worried about your future because if something happened thousands of kilometers away you feel it's an immediate danger but it's not. so not following the news actually helped me uh, with uh, like not feeling worried about the future and just focusing on the moment and thinking about the future of my small family or uh, the circle of family and friends that I live within.
0: And do you think that's kind of um, an extension of what you were saying earlier with the kind of fear of missing out? Web development in particular, there's so many things going on all of the time. Do you think that not following that as closely as as people do is also a good thing?
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing. When I was uh, young, when I started coding, uh, during summer vacation Everyone went out, go to cinemas, and they were dating and having girlfriends, so on, so forth, whatever teenagers or young young people do. And I was just sitting at my computer and trying uh, and coding all the time. And when comes a chance that a friend of mine is inviting me to go somewhere or something, and I, I used to refuse because I was worried that if I miss... Uh, Today, uh, on the internet, or tomorrow, or a few days, I, I lose a lot of knowledge, or I will not be able to to know about this new technology coming out, or uh, I will uh, uh, be outdated in a way. So I was worried about that uh, since I was young because the, it was like moving really fast. Like every day, you, f- you open uh, back then. I, I don't remember what was the platform back then. I think I was on. Uh, Yahoo chat, the web development room, chatting room, and uh, pe- yeah, people were posting new stuff every day, every single day. And I, I used to think that if I missed the chat room for one day or two days, I'll miss uh, a lot, and I will not be able to uh, to get back to it. And it, uh, it, I can say that it, it really uh, destroyed part of my childhood and teenage. Uh, the fear of missing out especially in this industry that's moving very fast and growing up and later reflecting on on the way i was when i was young and i figured out that it's it's going to be okay like you don't have to keep up with everything you don't have to know about everything like i think the the last thing i i followed was uh, the release of tailwind i think after that, like a lot of new frameworks and a lot of new stuff came out, and I really don't know about it and i uh, I think I'm okay like
0: yeah, I think you're doing all right, <laughs> Mohammed <laughs> you you don't don't need to worry about anything there, <laughs> but do you think that um in a in a weird twist of life, I guess that the fear of missing out from technology impacted the f- kind of missing out on other aspects of your life
1: Well, I think. I think yes but uh, but I cannot like think of a of a, of a, a an example of this happening but I think it, it yes it affected me because I was always trying to to know it all I was all, all trying to to be friends with everyone to uh, to know what's happening with all the friends and family and when social media came up I was very obsessed with knowing everything happening with all my friends and family and I think I think yes it it was fear of missing out when I think about it now uh, and so yes it had it had an effect but i'm I'm glad I'm really glad that I didn't spend so much time in this. I figured out uh soon that that's that's not good that's it's not a good thing, and I was able to take a step back and just limit the amount of information that I'm collecting.
0: yeah, that makes sense. I think social media. Although it's definitely got its pros for like the family and friends aspect of it, it can also be very overwhelming. And that in itself can definitely impact on the way you feel about yourself and the world and everything going on.
1: Yeah, of course, and especially that uh, in social media, everything is filtered. Like if you see a photo of someone who is smiling, well, I live in a place here where people are taking selfies all the time in front of the beach. And it's, sometimes it's 41, 45 degrees. It's very hot and very humid. You, are, you can barely walk for five minutes. And they just stand there and they take a selfie, smile for one second until the selfie is done. And then they are back to feeling uh, exhausted by the heat and they are not happy. But the photo on Instagram, it says that they are happy, but they are not. Yeah. So, yeah, social media is not actually the real life. And uh, taking a step back from social media, it really helps you figure out that uh, you are something. You don't have to do exactly like what people on social media do for you to be happy.
0: Absolutely. It, I know that in Egypt, especially where you are in Haggadah, there aren't any meetups um, for developers like yourself. How, uh, with you working remotely for Laravel, how do you find that impacts you?
1: I think. I think. I. I Currently, the, the problem that I'm trying to figure out is that I don't have enough friends, face-to-face friends, people that I can meet in real life. Because what happened is that uh, four or five years ago, uh, many of my friends, or actually all of them, they left Egypt and they moved to Europe or the States or uh, uh, Australia, several other countries, because they they, they found better jobs, uh, better uh, income, better way of life, and so on and so forth. So I was left here in Egypt without any of the friends that I made for the past 10 years.
0: How come you didn't move with them?
1: I, I used to have a very, very big desire to moving out and try to live outside Egypt and work outside Egypt. But then I I had to take care of my family back then, okay. up until like two or three years ago, uh, because my father passed away in
0: 2013.
1: Right. and. Uh, yeah, I had to stay in the country to take care of my mother and my uh, uh, other two brothers until they they are now all grown up and they work now and they make money and, but back then I used to provide for them. Yeah. So I had to stay. I had to stay to take care of them. And uh, it, it it didn't uh, it didn't turn out bad actually. Like I really enjoyed the past few years in uh, in Egypt. It it wasn't so bad. As, as I expected it to be, when I felt that I am forced to stay, it, it wasn't actually so bad. So every one of my friends, they left. And uh, we moved to a different city uh, where I know no one. Then I started to make friends. But uh, there are actually people uh, who live here. They do not have interest in uh, web development and uh, internet and so on and so forth. There is no community here where I live. Uh, the community exists in Cairo actually, so uh, that's something I'm trying to figure out, like how, how can I make friends uh, after uh, uh, all my friends moved out and where, where I live, in an, in working remotely, I'm not like meeting anyone, uh, I mean in the field. Uh, so it's something I'm still trying to figure out, uh, but I, I definitely hope that I can find somewhere, some way to, to still connected to the community in Cairo while I live in Ergat.
0: Is there any co-working spaces near you? Uh,
1: there is one co-working space but uh, it's it's mainly used by people coming here on vacation, not people living here. So if you're a yeah, a web developer and coming here on vacation, you want some time for yourself away from the family uh, to finish some work or just uh, uh, update something or take care of something that you need, you have to do it, you go to a co-working space. So it's normally people coming in for a few days, not people living here.
0: Why don't you break the mold? Why don't you start working there occasionally? It's a good, it's a good way to meet a lot of new people.
1: Yes, it's, uh, it's actually a good idea but uh, I don't think it will work now because like uh, we have a new porn and of I course, have to, yeah. Yeah, to take shifts with my wife just to, to make sure that uh, we are giving him all the attention he needs because we live away from the big family and okay. we try to yeah we try to give him all the care he needs even though we are away from the big family that can give him much more care than we, we can do so we're trying to do it uh, uh, on our own both of us so yes maybe maybe in a couple of uh, years when he's a little bit older maybe i start uh, a community even I, I can try to figure out a way to start a community here in her so people can learn about web development and maybe try to uh to uh, to work remotely as well even though there are no companies here so maybe maybe i do that but yeah. it will need a lot of time and a lot of effort and i don't think i have uh, enough capacity for that at the moment
0: absolutely being a dad especially a new dad is a very hard job isn't it and and like um the daily dad which we'll put in the show notes um it says that it takes a village to raise a child and it's so true
1: it is so true and uh i i didn't really uh, understand this phrase until uh we had uh, my son his name is uh, Zain by the way and uh after that when we started feeling that uh, being away from the big family in Cairo it uh like if we were closer to them, it would have been much much easier raising Zain than uh, we are trying to do now uh, on ourselves. So yes, it takes a village.
0: So my final question then, Mohammed, what makes you a happy developer?
1: Well, it's always hard to to answer this kind of question because, like being happy at some moment, it's a, it's something, and after a few moments, it's completely different thing. But I think one thing that's constant is that if you are among other people who are happy, you will feel happy. Even if you uh, have problems, if you have issues. If the people around you are happy, uh, you will start feeling uh, a lot better. So uh, I always try to to make everyone happy in, in any way I can. But when I succeed at that and I meet friends or people who are uh, like, like it's, it's really hard to answer this, this kind of <laughs> question but like, but, like, but, it's mainly yes if you, if you spend some time if you are among people who are happy you feel happy as well so I just try to I try to do my part to make everyone around me happy so we can all be happy that's that's pretty much how it is it's simple oh, okay. like it simple yeah it, sound, <laughs> yeah it sounds like it sounds like something uh, like uh, very mainstream but uh, but I actually, I can't find any other thing than this. Like, if you try your part at making others around you happy, that includes your family and your friends, your neighbors, you will be happy as well.
0: Good, solid advice. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on the show, Mohammed. Um I really appreciate it. And specifically, when I first discussed the podcast with um, you, Dries and Taylor, you were very excited about it, and um, yeah, forever grateful.
1: Yeah, I wish you the the best of luck, James. Like it's, a, I think it's a really good uh, podcast. It's really, it's really going to help uh, people.
0: And that brings us to the end of episode three of Happy Death. Thank you, Mohammed, for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe and share this podcast. Currently, the schedule is releasing every two weeks, so I will see you then.